Welcome to the Ask Zach Show. I'm your host, Zach Childs. I've spent the last 30 years working in the music industry here in Nashville, Tennessee, during which I've done everything from touring with major artists like Brad Paisley and Carrie Underwood to playing the nastiest dive bars or even the occasional wedding. This show is all about barreling down the rabbit hole on all things guitar and the music we love. We will cover the legendary players, gear insights, and even some interviews along the way. I hope you enjoy. To support the show, follow the links in the description to find out about my Patreon page. Or go to my store at AskZach.com to pick up a coffee mug or t-shirt. Now, let's dive in. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another Ask Zach. Today, we are going to talk about body and neck woods and how they are tone influencers. So this is going to be fun. You know, I did a hardware video, and now we're going to talk about wood. And uh, yeah, so while you're thinking about it, if you've been enjoying the show and hadn't subscribed yet, go down in the corner and please subscribe. If you've already subscribed and been watching the show for a while, please go to AskZach.com and you can pick up a t-shirt or a hat or a mug, or you can go down in the description. There's tip jar information. I appreciate you supporting the show. It's what keeps it going. All right, so let's talk about wood and tone. So just to preface this, I'm I'm just going to stick to you know, vintage Fender woods. I'm not going to go into exotics. I'm not going to go into Palfero or Babinga or anything like that or Ebony. I have nothing against those, uh, but I'm going to stick to Alder and Ash and Maple and Rosewood. Maybe talk a little bit about Basswood and, and, uh, and Pine. So, here we go. All right. So, we're going to start with this. And I need to thank Dan Strain of Danocaster Guitars for uh, letting me borrow some uh, necks, raw necks and bodies so that, uh, for this video. So thank you, Dan. All right, so this is Swamp Ash. Swamp Ash is from the south. It is lighter weight. Uh, Northern Ash is heavy. It's really dense, and it's really bright. And that's all I'm going to say about Northern Ash, other than it was used by Fender in the 70s, and uh, yeah, it's heavy, it's heavy and bright. So, but this is Swamp Ash from the south, and uh, it absorbed a lot of water, and the cells got big, and then when it dried out, uh, it ended up, it's lighter weight. So, uh, this is kind of the, it was the standard Fender wood in the beginning. It was used on both Tellys and Strats. Um, then uh, the Strat started using alder in uh, late 55, 56, and the and swamp ash, you know, continued to be the uh, you know the the standard telly wood again because the standard uh, you know the the standard color was blonde, and so ash was always used blonde, so it was kind of the standard color for a telly. So most tellies that you see out there, old ones, uh, are swamp ash. So. 
Swamp ash is easy to identify because of its grain. So it has a, it has a lot of grain and it's open. And because of the open grain, uh, they have to use a, uh, a pour filler on there you know, before they uh, start putting finish on it. And uh, yeah, you can see here what it looks. This does have a layer of, uh, it has a sealer on here. It doesn't have a full on finish obviously, but then you can see here where it has no finish on it. Um, so how does this influence your tone? Well, swamp ash is not a bright wood, but what it does, it has a liveliness. It is uh, very dynamic and it has kind of a quick attack. It has kind of a poppiness to it. And some people will take that as, as brightness, but it's not necessarily a bright wood. Uh, I think it's more of the attack that you're hearing. And, uh, yeah. And uh, it's it's a great wood, and uh, it, it never gets accused of being dead sounding. So, that's swamp ash. Okay. Here's the other wood. This is alder. Alder is pre pretty easy to identify because it's lack of, you know, grain. It's not open, and it looks like cardboard. Yeah. So again, this has a sealer on it, but you can see here where it has no finish and it just kind of, it looks like cardboard. You know, it has, it has some grain to it, but Fender started using this because it didn't have to be grain filled. So it didn't have, didn't need the pour, the pour filler. So this was uh, uh, you know, a little easier on production. You know, you were able to skip a step, didn't have to do the, uh, the pour filling. So Alder, influences the tone in that it has a bit more mid-range it's also more compressed and it's smoother sounding so uh yeah it doesn't have the quick attack that swamp ash does and so this ends up you know kind of giving you a, a smoother sound with more mid-range so yeah so that's alder uh, I will mention pine because it is kind of a vintage uh, fender wood. Pine is similar to swamp ash in some ways, tonally. Uh, the big, the biggest thing with that is pine is very soft wood. And so you can easily tell something's pine because, you, I mean, you don't want to do it in the finish, but you can easily put your fingernail into the wood because, again, it's, it's soft and it will relic and get beat up quite uh, quickly with a pine body. Basswood ends up looking more like alder, but with almost no grain to it at all. And it again has that kind of uh, sometimes, and, and it, it will be a little whiter or lighter in uh, in color than alder. But uh, yeah, if, usually if you have a sunburst finish in basswood, usually there will be almost no grain at all. So there you have it. All right, now let's go to neck woods. Start with the classic. So this is the one piece maple neck. This has no finish on it at all. So this is raw maple. You can see how white it is. Um, you know, it just has the, you know, the piece of walnut here to, uh, you know, put the truss rod in. Uh, maple, it gets accused of being bright, but I don't really think it's bright. I think what you're hearing is the hardness of the maple contributes to a quick attack. And so it has a quick attack, 
but it has a good amount of fundamental note, and then it has a good amount of harmonic content where the notes, you know, kind of bloom really well. Uh, it's a it's a great neck wood, and uh, yeah, works well. Then you know, have of course you know Fender in uh, fifty eight fifty nine, they uh, they shifted over to a uh, a rose a separate rosewood fretboard, and it started off being slab like this then of course it went to a uh, you know a, a veneer and then it went to a thinner veneer you know by by 63 so uh how is this different than than the uh how is that different than this well i think sometimes we hear with our eyes and so there is an aspect where people think rosewood sounds warmer i th i think what they're hearing is the difference in attack uh, I, I think this, uh, this wood, it feels different to your hand. And I think sometimes you, you're hearing the feel, uh, rosewood, what it, I can say it absolutely does is having two pieces of wood changes the stiffness of the neck. And that tends to accentuate that fundamental and have less of the harmonic, you know, kind of bloom thing going on. Uh, Yeah. And I think that the lack of hardness, you know, that the rosewood is a little softer than the maple, I think that uh, that does, you know, contribute to uh, to the to the sound and 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 maybe make it a little a little softer sounding, a little less of that uh, attack. So then you have a third variation, um, which would be, you know, maple cap neck. So you can see this one has no. Uh, you know, stripe on the back. And these have all that hardness from the maple and they have kind of that quick attack and, uh, and kind of accentuating the, uh, uh, the fundamental of the note. Um, also while I got this one out, I'll say, uh, you know, this is an interesting wood combination right here because the this is not a vintage one, but it's a copy of a vintage one and down to the fact that it has an alder body. Well, alder with a maple neck is kind of an unusual combination because, you know, ash was the standard, you know, wood that was used, you know, because it was used on all the blonde finishes and you had to pay more to get a custom finish, so the, you know, custom color. So only custom colors got alder and uh, so, of course, the Paisley is an alder body. The Tele Customs, you know, whether it was Sunburst or red or whatever color a Tele Custom was, those are all alder. And then, of course, if you had a solid color, you know, custom color finish. So, uh, and of course, there's very few of those that were made in the 50s. So, uh, yeah, so this is a maple cap neck. One of the really interesting uh, combinations is a, a full-on maple neck with an alder body, not a maple cap, but a, a solid one piece maple neck with an alder body. And that's the combination that James Burton had on his 69 Paisley that he used. So you kind of get more of that mid range thing and you have, you know, kind of the, the attack and, and everything in the, the bloom of the, of the maple neck. You're going to have to pardon me. I start, you know, sending like some kind of wine connoisseur here, but it's, it's hard here when we're talking tone. Uh, another one would be a, a Reggie Young. Reggie Young played a 69 Tele Custom, which again has an alder body and a solid maple neck. And uh, that certainly contributes to a warmer, more compressed, you know, smoother tone. So, yeah.
then let's see this is kind of your classic you know combination this is a dano caster but it's got swamp ash body one piece maple neck uh you know and then of course you have the other contributors of flat pole pickup and brass saddles you know and you can see and you can even see through the blonde finish you can tell that that's ash you know This is my JV Tele, and this is alder. And so if you look here, you can see the grain. You know, it doesn't have the pronounced grain that ash does, but it has, you know, you can see grain there. If this was basswood, like on some of the later 80s and 90s, Japanese Tele Customs, you know, this just kind of looks like generic wood with no grain to it. So, but this, this is alder. So you can see some finish there, nice little ding there. And this is my 67 Tele. And, uh, you know, this is, of course, a maple cap neck with a swamp ash body. And it's a, you know, good, it's a, a little under seven and a half pounds. And this is, this is my best Tele of the, of the bunch. I mean, they're all different and they all have their own strengths. But, if you know, if I only had one Tele, it'd be this one. Um, here's some finishes worn away. And you can see that that's definitely swamp ash. So you can see where even some of the grain filler has come out and it's open there. Because that's what it looks like. It, I mean, the, the grain is very, very open on ash. So, so this with an ash body and a maple cap neck, you get a very dynamic, a very quick attack. And, uh, and you get a lot of fundamental. And it's a very, you know, cool kind of assertive guitar. And then, of course, you know, you add the... The uh, steel saddles and the uh, staggered pole bridge pickup, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't know that it's it's twangy, but it's it's ringy, and it uh, it it has a lot of uh, has a, has some cool qualities to it. So, all right, well that's kind of today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. We'll do another episode at some point where I talk about uh, you know pickups and then talk about you know caps and pots and stuff like that but uh yeah we've done hardware now we've done uh, body and neck wood and uh and we'll keep on having fun in our tonal journey and talking about these tonal influencers <laughs> all right i hope you all have a great week i'll see you next time bye-bye Thanks for listening to the Ask Zach podcast. If you want to dive deeper, check out my website, askzach.com, to find more articles and further info on each episode. And remember, it is the support from you, the listener, that keeps the show going. Thank you, friends.